Now, every Friday, our friends at Local Environmental Services give us an opportunity to blow off a little steam, to get off our chests what we need to get off our chests. It's a tradition that we like to call the Trash Talk. Okay, so here's the deal. I'm doing this from home and you know that. So there's a six-year-old that's learning all kinds of new words on the playground and at hockey practice. And the last thing he needs is to expand the uh, colorful side of his vocabulary here. So I'm going to keep my voice down. And thanks to those of you that submitted Wyatt-friendly trash talk emails this week, like this one from Brinley, who says, Jespo, I can respect you're going to be reading these emails with your little guy just off camera or maybe somewhere else in the house. So I'll do my freaking best to watch my mouth. Brinley says, says, Dagnabbit, I've had enough with this pandemic and everything that goes along with it. I'm so twisted up. I don't even know what to think anymore. My friends are down in Cabo right now, which makes me happy and mad at the same time. I feel like they're betraying what we're trying to do, and they're also doing what I want to do. I see friends of mine going out for dinners right now, and I want to go for dinner, and I see friends out and about, and I want to be out and about. Cripes! It's like everybody's done with taking all these measures, but our case counts are the highest they've ever been. Get vaccinated? Check. Get boosted? Check. Wear a mask everywhere and social distance? Check. But still, what's even changed? What sort of a frickin' Groundhog Day type nightmare is this? Now, I'm not some sort of fuddy-duddy, but I wish we could all just do whatever, and I mean whatever it takes to get through this all in a few weeks. Whatever it takes, sign me up. Other places seem to be able to do it. Why not us? That from Brinley. Nice family-friendly trash talk there, Brinley. I appreciate it. How about this one from T? T says, seriously, how hard is it to just be nice? My son works at a local improvement center. Not a single shift goes by that he doesn't have to deal with multiple unmasked customers. Why isn't the store doing more to enforce the mask mandate? It's a public health emergency. This organization seems to be catering to its lowest end. If these brain-dead, brainwashed losers want to flounce through life unmasked during the fastest spreading virus in human history, then let's let these Darwin Award winners get what's coming to them. I mean, why is it every single one of them with their tiny PP energy? I know why it's going to repeat that one. Why do they get off on harassing minimum wage staff even when they're not being challenged about masking, yet still making this an issue? Now, I'm not a doctor, but here's a little medical advice, says T. If your cojones are that small, there's nothing at a big box home improvement store that can help you with that. Bullying minimum wage workers, proving yourself to be ignorant and selfish makes you a world-class anal pore. And she's into the big box that's doing very little proactive work to enforce the mask mandate. You suck too. That from T. What about this one from Tanya? Says, you know what? I want to check in on people that are just blaming the unvaccinated for strains on our healthcare system. You're missing an important point, says Tanya. Terrible government policy and messaging is letting the virus run wild. Governments absolutely have choices between lockdown and nothing that could reduce transmission and keep people from infecting each other. Where's the paid sick leave? Where's the better quality mask mandates? Where's the better rapid test distribution? Where's improved vaccine access through pop-up clinics? And where's the financial support for people needing to isolate and businesses that employ them by making the unvaccinated the scapegoats we take the pressure off government now we're all bloody tired and looking for solutions out of this mess but they are not and these solutions are not 
only tied to the vaccine status of the general population. We need to be more honest with ourselves. That from Tanya. I appreciate this one from Devin, who wrote in to say, I'm getting real tired of everybody just telling everyone to stay safe and leaving it at that. It's been two years, says Devin. Frick off. Well, thanks very much, Devin. And how about this one as well? We've got trash talks coming in from James, who says this pecking variant Nice one, James. Is going to get us all in the gluteus maximus eventually. Nice one, James. He says, now I've been careful, but I work in a high exposure job, and so it was inevitable. But the continued stubbornness of deniers drives me up the drywall. Simple measures would knock this down faster than Mike Tyson knocked down Marvis Frazier. I had to Google it. But no, everybody thinks that they're Evander Holyfield when in fact you're just Evander Holyfield's ear. James? Nice play. Now, I have to congratulate everybody for your Wyatt Friendly Trash Talk submission. Thanks very much today. This marks the first Trash Talk ever where every single submission we read was along the lines of one theme. We want to reflect where you're at, Real Talkers. If there's something else grinding your gears that you're not hearing about on the show, we want to know what it is. You can get in touch with us anytime. Talk at RyanJesperson.com. Coming up next week on the show, we're going to check in with a couple of doctors on Monday who take issue with what they heard on this show this week we said all right join us and let's talk it out plus toxic positivity what's that people faking positivity we see it all around us how to identify it and what to do about it plus the former ceo of the alberta indigenous opportunities corporation why did alicia dubois leave the post after just 14 months She'll tell us in an exclusive. That and more coming up next week on Real Talk. Have an amazing weekend, Real Talkers. Thanks for joining us from home or wherever this week, and we'll see you soon.